What is up, guys? How's everybody doing today? Thank you for joining today's podcast. My name is Nestor Sanchez or at Masternode One, and this is my boy. What is going on, guys? Thank you for tapping into today's podcast. My name is Ryan Prendes or Ryan the Crypto Guy. And we are the Masternodes. Make sure to stay to the end of the podcast to hear some additional resources that we have for you guys to stay more zoned into the cryptocurrency space. And now today's topic, how do stable coins work? Yes, but before we begin, we're going to talk to you guys about what stable coins are exactly. So stable coins are cryptocurrencies designed to hold a certain value relative to something else, typically a fiat currency such as the US dollar. Because stable coins are pegged to an expected and stable value, investors or traders often use them to stay in crypto markets while protecting themselves against market volatility. Now you may be asking, how does one create something that stays the exact same? We're going to kind of go over that. So there are a couple of different ways, but I'm going to talk about full reserve stable coins. Full reserve just means it's fully backed by reserves in another account. So there are two main types of full reserve stable coins. There are ones that are backed by fiat and ones that are backed by cryptocurrencies. Fiat collateralized stablecoins often maintain a reserve of fiat currency or currencies such as the US dollar as collateral assuring the stablecoin's value. Crypto collateralized stablecoins are backed by other cryptocurrencies assuring collateral for these types of stablecoins as well. Okay, now we're going to talk about USDT. Um, USDT is also known as Tether, and it is backed by the reserve in Tether's banks. So as long as Tether's reserves, all the assets that Tether holds in that bank are equal to or less than the Tether in circulation, then Tether is considered fully backed. And then there's also USDC. A lot of people like this one a bit more because it's fully backed by the US dollar or by dollar denominated assets such as US Treasury securities. Um, in order to create a USDC, a US dollar needs to be deposited into those reserves. And if a US dollar is taken out of that reserve, then guess what? A USDC needs to be taken out of circulation or needs to be burned. Another type of full reserve cryptocurrency is the DAI token. DAI is created when people borrow against a locked up cryptocurrency in the Maker Protocol. The Maker Protocol is hard-coded to ensure every DAI token in existence is collateralized by the proper amount of other cryptocurrencies. Another type of stablecoin that we're going to be talking about is that algorithmic stablecoins. Algorithmic stablecoins use an algorithm to maintain a stable value. They are completely uncollateralized, meaning their value is not backed by an external asset. Instead, they use algorithms that are optimized to incentivize market participant behavior and or to manipulate circulating supply so that any given coin's price should, in theory, stabilize around a peg. Yeah, emphasize in theory. <laughs> um, so there are two different types of algorithmic stablecoins. You have rebase and then you have signerage. Um, rebase stablecoins manipulate the supply of a stablecoin to maintain its peg with a US dollar. The protocol mints or adds coins to circulation or even burns and removes coins in order to offset any price movement that happens um, during that time. So if the price of a stable coin actually slips below a dollar, then coins are removed from circulation and vice versa. Um, one of the most popular ones we see is Ample or Ampleforth. Um, it's a software that's running on ETH and attempts to incentivize a network um, to keep that asset of a value 
valuation of a dollar. Instead of relying on deposits or issuing and redeeming debt, the software program automatically adjusts supply um, of that cryptocurrency every 24 hours, and that process is called rebasing. Another type of algorithmic stablecoin is seniorage stablecoin. A seniorage stablecoin works similarly to a rebase stablecoin. However, they also pair the stablecoins with other cryptocurrencies to have more control over its valuation. The protocol also offers incentives to market participants to buy and sell the paired cryptocurrencies in order to maintain the price of stablecoins. One of the most common types of seniorage stablecoins is UST or Terra USD, which is a prime example of a seniorage stablecoin. It used Terra's native cryptocurrency Luna to maintain its valuation with USD. When it comes to UST, man, oh man, where do I start? When it comes to UST, there are many, many red flags that came with the downfall of Terra and the downfall of UST. This is one of the reasons why seniorage stablecoins or really any algorithmic stablecoin is looked down upon and not preferred by a lot of people. Um, you know, unfortunately with UST, it just was not able to keep up with market volatility. And eventually we saw an ecosystem collapse in on itself. Nestor, what do you think about algorithmic stablecoins? I think um, for now, they definitely have a bad rap, um, kind of what you're saying. The market is a lot uh, more volatile, especially in the beginning. Um, this is true for most new markets. Um, the stock market was going crazy right when it first started. There was a lot of volatility, a lot of money moving in and out. Um, but as it grew, as more people understood it and put money into it, it kind of got more stable. Um, as you see, the S&P 500 goes up around 10% every year. That's kind of how stable it is. And I think this will eventually happen with cryptocurrency. I think it will reach a point where people are just um, putting more money into it and banks are, don't have as much power because they're not able to flood the market and then take everything out at the same time. So um, I think for now, these algorithmic stable coins, they may not work out. But I think definitely in the future, it could be something that we're looking into to make things more decentralized and to make a future for these cryptocurrencies that um, we know and love. Yes, time will tell where stablecoins lead to. If you guys ever have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us and we'll be sure to answer them. And that kind of wraps up today's podcast. Remember to follow and subscribe to our social media accounts on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter, all at the Masternodes. Our visual podcast experience can be found on YouTube and our audio podcast experience can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and all your other favorite podcast sources. Visit our website, www.themasternodes.com and subscribe to our email list to receive the latest and greatest cryptocurrency information. We also want you guys to know that we are on Discord. You could check us out, um, send us a DM and anywhere in the comments and we'll send you that link so you guys can join we post there every day and the goal of that is to just bring people who are money makers together so that we can all learn from each other and make money as a team another thing i wanted to talk to you guys about is i am mastery academy this will teach you how to become an investor how to trade how to trade with leverage basically a to z with cryptocurrency and you will be on our team and that's exactly what we want to bring our community together and learn about all the different ways that we can make money with cryptocurrency. So if you guys are interested, as always, you can DM us and we'll get you started with that. And that is the end of the podcast. We appreciate your time 
and effort into this. Um, as always, have a great day. Yes. Thank you guys again for joining. Much appreciated and bless up. Here at the Master Nodes, we are not making any claims as to income you may earn. Before entering any agreement, please use caution and seek the advice of a professional advisor, such as attorney or financial advisor. Please ensure your own research is done before investing any money into the market.